Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourselves, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear, all envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people and from this church and from this holy place that is yours. But those things which are good and profitable do provide for us, for it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. ask God, the Pantocrator, the Father, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Remember, O Lord, the sick among your people. 
You have visited them with mercy and compassion, heal them, take away from them and from us all sickness and all disease, the spirit of sickness, chase away. Those who have long lain in sickness, raise up in comfort. Those who are afflicted by unclean spirits, set them all free. Those who are in prisons or dungeons, those who are in exile or captivity, and those who are held in bitter bondage, O Lord, set them all free and have mercy upon them. For you are he who loosens the bound and uplifts the fall and the hope of those who have the hope and the help of those who have no helper. The comfort of the faint-hearted, the harbor of those in the storm, all souls that are distressed are bound, grant them mercy, Lord, grant them rest. Grant them refreshment, grant them grace, grant them help, grant them salvation. Grant them the forgiveness of their sins and their iniquities. As for us also, Lord, the maladies of our souls heal and those of our bodies to do cure. O you, the true physician of our souls and bodies, the bishop of all flesh, visit us with your salvation. We ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Remember, O Lord, the sacrifices, the offerings, and the thanksgivings of those who have offered to the honor and glory of your holy name. Receive them upon your holy rational altar in heaven as a sweet savor of incense before your greatness in the heavens through the service of your holy angels and archangels. As you have received the gifts of the righteous Abel, the sacrifice of our father Abraham, and the two mites of the widow, so also receive the thanks offerings of your servants, those in abundance or those in scarcity, hidden or manifest. Those who desire to offer to you but have none, and those who have offered to you these gifts this very day, give them the incorruptible instead of the corruptible, the heavenly instead of the earthly, and the eternal instead of the temporal. Their houses and their stores fill them with every good thing. Surround them, O Lord, by the power of your holy angels and archangels. As they have remembered your holy name on earth, Remember them also, Lord, in your kingdom, and in this age to leave them not behind. Oh, Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Oh, Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. 
Ask the Lord on our behalf that He may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. Intercede on our behalf before Christ, whom you bore, that He may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. begotten of the Father. He was born of you for us, setting free our human race. Therefore let us declare first with our hearts and then with our tongues, proclaiming and saying, O our Lord Jesus Christ, make a temple in us of your Holy Spirit, ever glorifying you. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. You persecuted the church, trying to destroy her, but it had pleased God to reveal the Son in you. That you may be a chosen vessel of our Lord Jesus Christ, to bear his name before all the Gentiles. On the road you saw the Lord, and he talked with you, and he worked by your hands, unusual miracles. You labored abundantly 
more than all the apostles, and you bore in your body the marks of the Lord Jesus. You were trusted with the gospel, you wrote the epistles, and you heard in paradise inexpressible words. Who can describe your virtues, your faith and humility, your zeal and virginity, and your love for Jesus Christ. With great struggle, you invited everyone to be filled in the measure of the fullness of Christ in love. Finally, you gave up your life and shed your holy blood as a token of love to your Savior and gave him what is yours. As he followed your example, O God, the author of life, so make us all so worthy to be like him in deed and faith. Hail to our Father, Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O blessed saint, our teacher, Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from our high where you dwell, holy Apostle, the Emperor, the Ask of him whom you have bore, our good Savior, to be our afflictions and establish for us his peace. Hail to you. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. O God, have mercy upon us. Settle your mercy upon us. Have compassion upon us. Keep us and help.
Take away your anger from us. Visit us with your salvation. And forgive us our sins. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Stand up for prayer. Our Master, Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us, seeing the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men, have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, through the prayers of your saints. Pray for the holy gospel. Amen. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us, remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. From the Psalms. For as much as I've remembered you on my bed, in my early seasons I've meditated on you. My lips shall praise you, thus I will bless you during my life. Hallelujah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Listen to the Holy Gospel. Blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go and tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you into Galilee. There you'll see him as he said to you. And they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Glory be to Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O oh, bless. 
Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Peace be with all. O Master, Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, Logos of God the Father, has broken every bond of our sins through saving, life-giving sufferings, who breathed into the face of his holy disciples and seeing the apostles, said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You also now are a master of giving grace through your holy apostles to those for time labor in the priesthood of your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and to bind into loose every bond of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. For your servants, my fathers, my brethren, and my weaknesses, bowing down their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy, loose every bond of our sins. If we have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly through anguish of heart, either word or from faint-heartedness, O Master, knows the weakness of men. As a good one, a lover of mankind, O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear and straighten us for your holy goodwill. For you are our God, is through the glory, the honor, the dominion, and the worship together with your good Father, and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and always and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. I mean, the prayers of the third and the sixth hours of the blessed day we offer to Christ, our King and our God, beseeching him to forgive us our sins. From the Psalms of our Father David, the prophet and King, may his blessings be with us all. I mean,
Lord heard in the days of Joseph. Holy, 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 we the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. When the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, has come, he shall teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world comes, and has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit he prunes, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have risen and saved us, your Holy Spirit, O Lord. And we send forth upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour. Do not take away from us, O good one, but renew them within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. O Lord, who send down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us, O Lord, Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Word, a right and life-giving Spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority. O the Almighty One, for you are the light of our souls, O you who gives light to every man that comes into the world, have mercy on us. <laughs> O Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, full of grace, with the apostles for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God, blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way, for he is God of our salvation. Graciously come and bind in us and purify us, O good one, and save our souls. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just as you were with your disciples. 
disciples of Savior and gave us the peace. Graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Look now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered as those standing in heaven. O Theotokos, you are the gate of heaven. Open unto us the gate of mercy. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal. Lord, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended to heaven, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people, for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls. O you who are allowed to sin, Lord, have mercy on us. O you who are allowed to sin, Lord, help us to receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, to be the of holiness. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Hail to you, Asco, saint, full of glory, the ever virgin, the Theotokos, mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful successor of the human race, intercede on our behalf before Christ to be born, that he may grant us forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race who bore to us, Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, our faithful advocate, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Sassio, Theos, and one holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. <coughs> Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you, falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And glory be to God forever and ever. I mean, we worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us. O you, in the sixth day and the sixth hour, was nailed the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise. Hear the handwritings of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us. I cry to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me and hear me in the evening. In the morning and midday I say my words, and he hears my voice and delivers my soul in peace. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. O Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour and has killed sin by the tree and by your death, you made alive the dead man whom you created with your own hands and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions and by the nails with which you were nailed. 
Rescue our minds from the thoughtlessness of earthly deeds and worldly lusts to the remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassion. Since we have no favor, nor excuse, nor justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born in you, Theotokos the Virgin, for abundant and acceptable is your great intercession with our good Savior. O pure Mother, do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him who you bore, for he is merciful and able to save us because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You are salvation in the midst of all the earth, and Christ our God. As you stretch your holy hand on the cross, therefore our nations cry out, saying, Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We worship your incorruptible person, O good. One asking for the forgiveness of our sins, O Christ our God, for of your will you are pleased to be lifted up to the cross to deliver those who you created with your, from the bodies of the enemy. We cry out to you and give thanks to you for you filled all the earth with joy when you, O Savior, when you came to help the world. Lord, glory be to you. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You are sweet, full of grace, all the articles of the Virgin. We praise you for through the cross of your Son, Hades, found us with the bodies. We were raised, but we were done, and became worthy of the eternal life, and gained the light of the first paradise. Therefore, we thank you to glorify the immortal Christ our God. We exalt you, Mother, of the true life. We glorify you, Saint of the Theotokos, who have brought forth and blessed the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to our Master, our King, Christ, the Father of the Apostles, the Crown of the Martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one Godhead. We worship Him, we glorify Him. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth, and all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of oneness of the Father, by whom all things are made, made for us men and for our salvation, came down from heaven. The of the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary became man. And he was crucified for us in a Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried, and on the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures, ascended to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again as going to judge the living and the dead, this kingdom shall have no end. He has to believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, and receives from the Father, and the Father, the Son, is the worship and glorified, who spoke about the prophets, and one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we confess and baptism of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. Lamb of God who carries the sin of the world, we ask you, Lord, hear us, have mercy on us, and forgive us our sins. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiri Alay, Son, Kiri Alay, Son, Kiri Alay, 
Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Our Father who art in heaven, Glory and honor, honor and glory be to the all holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace and edification be unto the one only holy Catholic and Apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy and precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them, Lord, have mercy. Alleluia, this is the day which the Rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us, O Lord, straighten our ways. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Amen. Blessed be His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. 
Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Lord and all you people, for his mercy has been strengthened toward us. And the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Alleluia. Let us pray. Stand up for prayer. Give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, afforded us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. Lord have mercy. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you. For everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion on us. Hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people. And from this table and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy.
Servants, the ministers of this day, the archdeacon, the deacons, the clergy, and all the people of my weak self, we absolve from the mouth of the All Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and from the mouth of the one only Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, and from the mouths of the twelve apostles, from the mouth of the Behold of God, the Evangelist, Saint Mark, the Holy Apostle Martyr, the Patriarch Saint Severus, our teacher of the Discourse, Saint Athanasius, the Apostolic, Saint Peter, the Holy Martyr, and High Priest, Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Cyril, Saint Basil, and Saint Gregory. From the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus, and from the mouth of our honored father, the high priest, Pope Abba Thuadros II, from the mouth of his partner, the apostolic service, our father, the metropolitan, Abba Srabiu, and from my own mouth, being the least. For blessed and full of glory is your holy name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen.
grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Martyr, my Lord, the Prince St. George, oh Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. one according to their names, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Remember of our Lord Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, appointed to the gospel of God, a chapter from the first, the second epistle of our teacher Paul to the Corinthians. His blessings be upon us. Amen. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not, but not forsaken, 
struck down but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body and dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. But since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke, and we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you, for all things are for your sake, that grace, having spread through the many, may also may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. The grace of God the Father be with you all. Amen. The Catholic epistle from the epistle of our teacher, St. James, his blessing be upon us, amen, my beloved. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing will be there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peace, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, but you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, and that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do not know what that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Do not love the world, nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires, but he who does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen. of our fathers, the apostles, their holy blessings be with us all. Amen. And after they had passed through Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. Now when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. 
From there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. And when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them, and that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. So they stayed there a long time with the disciples, and certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the, com the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. The word of the Lord shall grow, be mighty, and be confirmed in the holy church of God. Amen. Begin it for us in goodness and renew it for us in peace and tranquility. On this day in the year 146 AD, St. Enumius, the seventh pope of the See of St. Mark, departed. Pope Abramus, the fifth pope, ordained him a deacon, and he served 10 years in this position. When St. Justus, the sixth pope, was appointed, he saw how Eumenius excelled in knowledge and faith, and so he ordained him a priest. He entrusted to him the teaching of the believers of the Church of Alexandria, and asked them to look after them, and to instruct them in the principles of the Orthodox faith. When Pope Justus departed, this father was chosen patriarch. He handed down the care of the churches and the teaching of the believers to Father Macarenius, who later became his successor. He continually restored the straight sinners, explaining to the pagans plainly the divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ and his being one in his divine essence. He stayed on the chair for 13 years and departed in peace. His prayers be with us, amen. On this day also in the year 958 AM, during the reign of King El-Saha Ayyub, the papacy of the, of the father, the patriarch Abacrilos III, 75th Pope of the See of St. Mark, a stupendous thing happened in the world, which amazed those who beheld it or heard of it. The sun became gradually dark until darkness spread everywhere, and the stars were seen in the daytime. People lit lamps and were struck with great fear. They cried out to God the Almighty with all their hearts, asking for his compassion and mercy. The Lord had mercy upon them, removing their fear, and the darkness was lifted. All at once in the sea appeared to light up the world, and the lamps were extinguished. That occurred from 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. The people glorified God, who was long-suffering towards them, and did not deal with them according to their sins, but according to his mercy and patience. To him is the glory of his church. Amen. On this day also is the commemoration of St. Simon the Bishop. His prayers be with us, and glory be to God forever. Amen.
Let us pray. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. Oh, Master Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us, seeing the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels through the prayers of your saints. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers, which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. A Psalm of David, Alleluia. Shout unto God, all the earth. Oh, sing praises to His name. Give glory to His praise. Let all the earth worship you. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Now when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let, not let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish, which they had taken, 
and so also were James and John, the son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, from now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Glory be to God forever. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, today is the second Sunday of the Coptic month of Paopi. And uh, we read from the Gospel of St. Luke, the fifth chapter, about the great catch of fish. It's one of the very beautiful uh, miracle stories in the Gospels. And uh, I, want, um, I want us to look at the beginning of the story and uh, use that as our starting point for our reflection this morning. Uh, we know that uh, the context of the miracle that took place was that our Lord Jesus Christ was by the lake of Gennesaret, and um, a number of people had gathered around him to hear him preach. And it seems like the number of people had become uh, so many that they were pressing upon him. So he wasn't able to have the ability to preach to the crowd. So he entered into Simon Peter's boat and he asked him to push out a little bit from the land into the water so that there would be some space between him and the people so that he could project his voice and preach to the people. And then after, of course, uh, he preached to the people, we know that the, the main um, con uh, you know, uh, center of the story is the, uh, the miracle of the great catch of fish. But everything hinges in the story on the obedience of St. Peter. When he says, uh, the Lord says to him, um, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon Peter, of course, responded that they had been fishing all night and they had caught nothing and it would be useless to launch out again for another attempt to catch fish. But then he says, nevertheless, at your word, nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. So everything in the story hinges upon this obedience of Peter. Another translation of the same text says, um, but you say to put the nets in the water, so I will. So as if to say, I don't want to put the net in the water. I don't believe it's prudent to put the nets again in the water. I don't think it makes any sense. I'm actually certain that it will bring no fruit. But because you say to do it, I will. So there is the, the, the core of the obedience of St. Peter, which again, everything else hinges upon that acceptance. So I want us just to, um, and then of course at the end of the story, there is that experience that St. Peter has when he is confronted with the great majesty of the Lord, the presence of God through this great miracle, and he sees his own misery and his own nothingness, and he falls down at the feet of Christ and says to him, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. So at the beginning, again, the obedience, and at the end, the humility. And I want to look at these two um, points in the story and relate it to this idea of obedience, the obedience that, that is related to faith and the obedience that's related to humility. 
We could say that the, uh, the story this morning, that there's a certain progression of faith that is the result of the, the obedience of St. Peter. The first is the listening, right? We hear the Word of God. We listen to the Word of God. We hear the instructions from our elders, from the church, from the, uh, the, our spiritual fathers, and, and so on. We listen. And then the next step is this obedience, this launching into the deep, right? We take the Word and we put it into practice. And then we could say that the third step is what's characterized at the very end when Peter is confronted with his own misery and the Lord says to him, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid uh, to follow me and to allow me to make you a fisher of men. Do not be afraid to leave your livelihood. Do not be afraid of how you're going to eat, how you're going to drink, where you're going to sleep. Trust me. And so Peter abandons himself and his life to the Lord. And this is the perfect degree of faith, this abandonment, this total surrender, this trust. So again, let's look at some of the context of the story. Um, we know actually that Peter, this wasn't the first time that Peter encountered Christ. He was already following him. Uh, the other Gospels make it clear that there was already a relationship between the Lord and St. Peter. As a matter of fact, in the exact same Gospel, where in the, this Gospel is chapter 5, but if you go back to Luke chapter 4, it's the story of when Christ entered into Simon's house and healed his mother-in-law. And that night was a night full of service. After his mother-in-law was healed, many came who were sick and were demon-possessed, and he healed them all. So it was a very busy night where Peter already was called to the service. He was already following Christ. But it seems like Peter didn't yet make that commitment where he could leave his old life. He still felt the need to go back to his trade, to go back to fishing, to go back to, perhaps he thought, well, when I look at the Lord, when I look at our master Jesus, he has nowhere to lay his head. He, he, he lives from moment to moment. He doesn't know where his sustenance is going to come from. So why should I risk following somebody like that? It's better for me to keep my trade, to keep my work, to go fishing and to provide for my livelihood and my family and be a servant of the Lord. And Christ didn't want just that. He wanted all of Peter. He wanted a complete surrender, a complete abandonment. So in a sense, we could say that this miracle was the way that Christ entered more deeply into the life of St. Peter and the other apostles as well. But of course, the focus of the story is on St. Peter. He, he progressively enters into Peter's life. He progressively enters into our lives. He meets us like he met Peter, sometimes in the most ordinary circumstances of our life. For Peter, it was on his boat when they were fishing. For Matthew, it was when he was sitting at the table collecting taxes. Uh, for St. Paul, it was when he was on the road traveling to Damascus. If you look at all of these beautiful encounters where God breaks into the human soul, into the life of the person, they take place at some of the most unexpected and ordinary circumstances. And he begins to progressively draw from that person this faith through obedience, which leads to a surrender of that person's life.
And that's what he wants from each of us. He wants to progressively enter into our lives with the result that we leave everything, not physically leave everything, but through our attachment and dependency, our self-sufficiency, to our worries and our fears and our attachments and all of these things. He wants us to leave all of those things while making use of them in this world to give our heart completely to Him, to be totally devoted to Him, that there's no competition for our heart between the Lord and the things of this world. And so Christ begins to do His work on St. Peter and the other apostles. He purposefully goes into his boat, and he first, he first gives him a small thing to accomplish, right? Just first, can I use your boat to push off a few feet from the land to preach? Peter says, okay, even though we're exhausted and tired from fishing all night, why not? And once Peter has accepted to hear the word of the Lord, then the Lord challenges him with another command of obedience. Okay, now let's go out, launch into the deep. So it's the same thing with us. Often our Lord, he, he first gives us the small things. He allows us to see the many trivial things that we are called to be obedient to the gospel in every day. You don't have to look far and wide to know what the Lord is calling you to be obedient in. Just open the gospels. Read the Sermon on the Mount. Read the Ten Commandments. Come to the church and hear the word from the church, how we should live our lives, how we should pray and fast and read and study. And there are so many things that are very easy to hear that we know we can be obedient to. And there, these are things that are accomplished in very small ways throughout the days of our lives. And so we see then at the end that this repentance of Peter is, in a sense, an acknowledgement of his lack of faith. It's not just that Peter saw the glory of God, and that's why he fell on his face. But when he saw his misery, it was the misery of somebody who didn't believe, who, who didn't believe to the extent that he knew he was called to believe. I want to read a beautiful quote from uh, a priest. His name is Father Delindo Ruotolo. And his comment, he has a beautiful commentary in the Gospel of St. Luke, and he he says this, he says, Peter's repentance at the end manifests his lack of faith. He said, he wanted to say, you called me, this is in the voice of Peter, you called me, promised me, promising me to feed me also bodily, and I doubted you, and believed that my work as a fisherman had more value than your providence. I had left everything for you, but because of my inconstancy, I returned not so much to my boat as to my trade practically refusing your call. I am not worthy that you accept me in your group. Depart from me. You are in bad company with me. I am a sinner. Also, the other three fishermen who were with Peter were taken by the same feeling, because they also had not trusted in divine providence. But Jesus, full of love, speaking directly to Peter, because to him especially he wanted to give this lesson and because he was the most sorrowful, said, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. Then all of them brought back their boats to shore, left everything, and followed him once and for all. So through this meditation, he helps us to get into the mind of Peter, the heart of Peter. What was he feeling at that moment when he fell down at the feet of Christ? And this is the, this is the core of our repentance, 
is ultimately it's our lack of trust in God. This is the, the center of all of the temptations in the, in the Scriptures. It's the, it's the beginning of the fall of man was the devil approaching Adam and Eve and saying to them, can you really trust God and his word to you? Do you really trust that he's offering you what's best for you? Or maybe he's keeping something from you. Maybe you need to take matters into your own hands. And this is always the, the, the illness of humanity, is this lack of trust, which leads us to not be able to abandon everything and trust everything of our lives into him and his hands. So he trains us through small obediences, little things that are available to us in the Gospels and in the teachings of the church. In the case of St. Peter, he saw the fruit of that obedience immediately. Launch out in the deep, since you say so, I will do it. And immediately he saw the fruit of that obedience. In most cases, we don't always see the fruit of our obedience immediately. But there is a promise, and the promise is that the fruit will, will come. If we are obedient to the Word of God, if we are obedient to the teachings of the church, if we are obedient to the instructions of our spiritual elders, the fruit will come. It may not come as immediately as it did for St. Peter, but it will certainly come. Again, another spiritual father said, although they are tired and although it is not a man of the sea who gives the order, Christ is a carpenter, he's not a man of the sea, he says, and although it is a man of the sea who gives the order, and although the fishermen are well aware that the time is all wrong for fishing, although they know perfectly well that there are no fish around, they put all hands to lower the nets. Now purely out of faith, purely out of trust in the master, they simply dismiss from their minds these considerations that normally would tell them whether fishing was advisable or not. St. Simon Peter simply obeys and trusts. That's the impulse, the the the, the uh, the kind of divine impulse that we want within each one of our within each one of ourselves is to have that impulse to trust not to have the impulse to distrust not to have the impulse to take things into our hands but that that our, that our obedience becomes elder porphyrus he says something beautiful and wounded by love he says but obedience is not that we're talking about obedience and then i say to you okay now go do some jumping jacks and you just kind of blindly obey and do jumping jacks he says no obedience is something that springs from the heart joyfully as an impulse, as an impulse. And so it's something that, that once it bears the word and the word has, has, has sown itself deep into the heart, then there is this divine impulse within, within each one of us to, to simply jump to obey, to be eager to obey the word of God. And so Peter realizes that something magnificent is happening, something amazing is happening in his life. He knows that everything at this moment is changed. He's perhaps not totally sure yet who Christ is, who Jesus is, but he knows as a faithful Jew that the presence of God is, is real here. Maybe, again, he doesn't understand where this is going in his life, but he knows one thing. The glory of God has descended upon this boat and upon this sea and upon me as a person. He knows that for certain. And that's what transforms him, is this beautiful experience of the presence of God in the person, in the face of Christ. Paul speaks about the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And that's what St. Peter sees. He sees this, in the Old Testament, they called it the Shekinah. You know, the, the glory of God was the Shekinah. He experienced the Shekinah of God 
in the face of Christ. And so one of the saints, Gregory, says, it is not so difficult for a man to give up his possessions, but it is very difficult for him to give himself. And this was the next step in the progression of St. Peter. You want my boat? Take it. You want my time? Take it. You want my sleep? Take it. But Jesus says to him, no, I want even more. I want all of you. I want all of your devotion, all of your heart, all of your attention. And this is the hardest thing to give the Lord. We always want to keep something back for ourselves, something that I control. I don't want to be that vulnerable and give everything to the Lord. So obedience and faith. And then the next one is obedience and humility. Again, at the end, this humility that St. Peter experiences is something that happens to him in an instant, in a moment. He sees, it seems that he sees everything with a certain clarity. He sees the glory of God. He sees the omnipotence of Christ. He sees his own calling and his own unworthiness to that calling. But yet he's not paralyzed. He heeds the words of Christ who says to him, do not be afraid. Come with me and I will make you a fisherman. And he follows. And though he has his faults throughout, but he becomes a great follower of Christ, one of the pillars of the church. And so this is the, the true humility, not the shame that we sometimes think is humility, which keeps us paralyzed and keeps us with our head buried in the ground and, and, par and paralyzed, unable to move, unable to do anything. But a true humility sees itself as nothing, sees its unworthiness, but also rejoices at the voice of the Lord, rejoices at his words of comfort and mercy that we are forgiven, that we are loved, that we are accepted, that we will be given grace and strength in the midst of our weaknesses and in our insufficiencies. So St. Peter has a good, healthy humility here. He is overwhelmed by his unworthiness, and yet he is overwhelmed by the glory of God and the joy of the words of Christ who say to him, who says to him, do not be afraid. So again, Obedience is rooted in, in humility because St. Peter says, nevertheless, at your word, right? So humility here is, is, is essential to the, the act of obedience. That is, it is your word, not my word. It is your opinion, not my opinion. It is your instruction, not my instruction, right? And that's the humility of, the, of obedience that leads us to greater heights in our spiritual life is that we put aside our own calculations, we put aside our own wisdom, we put aside even our own spiritual gifts, and we lay it at the feet of obedience. Um, there's a, a story of uh, a woman who was struggling with uh, this concept of obedience, and her spiritual father was working with her, and, you know, let's be, re let's be honest and real with ourselves, obedience today in our modern age is not a popular concept. As, as a matter of fact, it would be seen as, you know, somebody, you know, kind of willingly enslaving themselves to some corrupt institution and uh, some 2,000-year-old book that doesn't make sense to modern uh, sentiment, you know, sentiments. So we're very much encouraged to be self-willed, to be independent, to think for ourselves. So the very concept of obedience is a, is a posture of weakness and ignorance. 
So this modern woman was struggling with obedience. And one time she was praying, and uh, while she was praying and she was awake, she suddenly found herself in a monastery. And in this monastery, this elder approached her, monastic elder, and he handed her a dirty sock, a dirty sock. And he stretched out his hand to give her this sock, and immediately she was kind of repulsed by this sock. It was dirty and smelly, and she thought to herself, why is he giving me this dirty sock? What am I going to do with this filthy sock in my hands? But out of politeness, she didn't want to be embarrassed, she took the sock. And then holding the sock closer to her, she realized that this sock gave a very beautiful fragrance. And it was so beautiful that she was compelled to even attempt to eat it. And she did, she put it in her mouth and it was so sweet. And then she came back to herself in her prayer room. And she was trying to understand what this meant until it was explained to her that this dirty sock is the dirty sock of what? What do you think? Obedience, right? Obedience sometimes has that distaste to it, right? It's like this dirty sock. I don't want to take it. I don't want to, I don't want to, it's it's going to be difficult. But when we are obedient, the fragrance comes, the sweetness comes. Father Zechariah Zachru says, the free will of man, together with his reason, are his most precious, are the most precious of his natural gifts. You and I, the two greatest gifts that we have is our free will and our reason. It's the most precious thing that we have. So he says, and when obedience is at work, it offers both of these two faculties the will and the reason, as the most pleasing sacrifice to God. So what he's saying is, is that the two greatest things that you possess is your free will and your reason. Therefore, when you offer them together, this is obedience, and it becomes the most pleasing sacrifice to God, to offer him your free will and your reason, to place them at the foot of the cross, to crucify them, for his sake. And then it becomes this beautiful, sweet-smelling aroma. He goes on to say, through obedience born from humility, man learns to accept within himself the life and the will firstly of God and then of his brethren. By these means, the shell of his isolated individuality is shattered, broken, and his being is expanded. He is perfected in love and finds harmony and perfection in his relationships both towards God and his brothers. So through this kind of offering of our free will and our reason, we first accept the will of God, but also the will of our brethren. We also learn how to be obedient to one another, to be humble before one another. And this creates the perfect bond of love and harmony between the human soul and and its maker and its brethren. St. John Chrysostom says, without obedience, everything is useless in God's eyes. God does not need our work, but he does need our obedience. So, 
this bitterness of obedience is purely a result of our egos, our self-will and our pride and our self-love. The saints learned to crucify this ego and this self-love and learned to be obedient even when they had reached great heights of sanctity. Even they, though they possessed greater gifts than those whom they were obedient to, even though they per perhaps even had an intimate relationship with the Lord who, and they were able to discern all divine things, and yet they knew that even in the small things, human obedience was more powerful. Another beautiful story that Elder Paisius says about obedience. He says that there was a priest in Jordan, the country of Jordan, who was a very simple priest. And this priest was a very holy man. He performed many, many miracles. People would come to him in, from the villages in Jordan, and they would, they would bring the sick, and they would even bring their animals. And he would say prayers over the people and even over the animals, and even the animals were, were cured of their ailments. And so this priest had a very kind of peculiar habit. He had the habit of drinking uh, water and sometimes tea and something small to eat, like some dry bread, before the liturgy. Before the liturgy. But then he wouldn't eat anything else for the rest of the day. So he would have his tea and have something light, like some bread for breakfast. He would celebrate the liturgy, take communion, and then he wouldn't eat until the next day when he did the same thing. So word of this priest's behavior came to the patriarch. And the patriarch summoned this simple priest to the patriarchate, and uh, he went, of course, and he was in the waiting room waiting to be seen by the patriarch. And it seems that it was a very hot day outside, so they shut uh, the shutters of the windows to try to uh, keep some of the heat out of the room. And yet there seemed to be like this ray of sunlight that entered into the room from one of the holes in the shutters. And this very simple, humble priest, he saw this ray of light and he thought it was a clothesline. He thought it was a clothesline. So he took off his uh, faragaya, his cassock, his outer cassock, and he hung it on the ray of light. There's a similar story in the life of Amba Brahm. And he hung it, and the people who were in the waiting room were with him, uh, of course, were shocked that this man's coat is hanging on a ray of light. So that some of them went running into the patriarch, and they told him, the priest who eats, before brec eats breakfast before communion, he just hung his cassock on a ray of light. So the patriarch is, of course, what are you talking about? He calls the uh, priest into his uh, office, and he began to try to ask him gently. He's like, how are you, Father? How is everything with you? Is everything all right? Do you celebrate the liturgy often? Yes, every day. And uh, how do you prepare to celebrate the liturgy? So he said to him, uh, well, I, I pray matins, uh, I do some prostrations, some matanyas, and then I prepare something to eat and drink, and then I begin the divine liturgy. So the patriarch asked him, why do you do that? 
So he says, well, by eating a little something before divine liturgy, then when I later take communion and consume the body and the blood of Christ, Christ is at the top. Christ is at the top. But if I eat after the divine liturgy, that means I take communion first, and then I eat after the divine liturgy, then Christ is at the bottom. So the patriarch told him, of course, the patriarch realized how simple he was and how beautiful his soul was, but he told him, no, this procedure is not right. You must first celebrate the divine liturgy, consume all of the holy gifts, and then eat something. And the priest simply prostrated before the patriarch and immediately accepted his advice and changed his uh, practice. Again, a priest, a wonder-working priest, performs miracles, Clearly, God is accepting what he's doing. Clearly, even the, way, the reason why he's doing it is rejoicing heaven. But immediately when he was told, no, this is not the right practice, he was obedient. He was obedient to the church. He was obedient to his spiritual elder. This is the, the fruit of the lives of the saints. Now, if the saints who have reached such heights and have so many spiritual gifts are able to humble themselves to those who are less than them. What shall we say of ourselves? How shall we judge ourselves? Me, first and foremost, among you, about the virtue of obedience to the Word of God and to our church and its teachings and to the practices of our church. So St. Peter today shows us the beauty of the relationship of obedience to the progression of faith, leading to total surrender and abandonment, but also the relationship of obedience with humility, which is the precondition of obedience. And they are two sides of the same coin. One cannot be humble without being obedient, and one cannot be obedient without being humble. May the grace of God be granted to us according to the measure of all of the great saints who have preceded us, and to him is due glory now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen. Teacher Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, our Holy Father, the Patriarch of the Sixth, that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The perfect Trinity, we worship Him and glorify Him. And that was the of God. Let us attend, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, truly. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, Creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of an essence with the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. And on the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. Ascended into the heavens, he sits with the right hand of his Father. And he is coming again in his glory to judge the living and dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, where the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess with Matthew. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal, who formed man in incorruption, and that which entered into the world through the envy of the devil, you have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with the heavenly peace, by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God, in the highest peace on earth, and goodwill towards men. Pray for perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greeting. According to your goodwill, O God, fill our hearts with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness and the remembrance of vice, bearing death. And make us all worthy, O our Master, to greet one another with a holy kiss, that without casting us into condemnation we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Yea, Lord, who are Jesus Christ, the Son of God, hear us and have mercy upon us. Offer, offer, offer in order, stand with trembling. Look toward the east, let us attend. Through the intercessions of the Theotokos, St. Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you 
upon the lowly who has created the heaven the earth the sea and all that is therein the father of our lord god and savior jesus christ by whom you have created all things visible and invisible who is seated upon the throne of his glory and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You who are seated, stand. Before whom stand. The angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers. Look toward the east. You are around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings praising continuously without ceasing saying let us attend the cherubim worship you and the seraphim glorify you Proclaiming and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are created us and placed us 
in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us, who were sitting in darkness and the shadow of death. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin, Saint Mary. was incarnate and became man and taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself and assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who were in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us, whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the from the dead on the third day. He ascended into the heavens and sat at your right hand, O Father. He has appointed a day for recompense on which he will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Instituted for us this great mystery of godliness. For being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed and life-giving. We believe that this is true. heaven to you, God, who are his Father and Master of everyone. And when he had given thanks, Amen. 
blessed Sanctified Amen. We believe, we confess, and we glorify. And gave it to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take heed of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is Likewise, also the cup after supper, he mixed it with wine and water, and when he had given thanks, he blessed it, he sanctified it. And gave it also to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of, of me. This is also true. this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. We praise you, we praise you. 
as we also commemorate his holy passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, is sitting at your right hand, O Father, and his second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory. We offer unto you your gifts from what is yours, for everything concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. And the spread he makes it into his holy body. Our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, given for the remission of sins, eternal life to those who partake. also the precious blood of his new covenant. Again I believe Amen. Given for the remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord us all worthy of our master to partake of your holies unto the purification of our souls bodies and spirits that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a shared inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning remember O lord the peace of your one only holy catholic and apostolic church lord, have mercy which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ. Keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her foremost. Remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Abba Thuadrus II, and his spiritual brother and the Patriarch of Antioch, Mar Ignatius Ephraim II, and the Patriarch of Eritrea, Bun Antonios, and their partner in the Basalic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan Abba Serapio. Lord, have mercy. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church to shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox Hegumens, priests, and deacons. And all the servants and all who are in virginity and the purity of all your faithful people. Remember, O Lord, to have mercy upon us, O Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Pontal Christ. 
Remember, O Lord, the salvation of this your holy place and every place and every monastery of our Orthodox fathers. And those who dwell therein in God's faith, graciously accord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seeds, the herbs, and the plants of the field this year. Have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Praise them to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our lives as deem fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of us all who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who gives food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness, that we too, having sufficiency in everything, always may abound in every good deed. Lord, have Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy, precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring. O Lord, is the command of your only begotten Son that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Graciously accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous, perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever virgin, the holy Theotokos, Saint Mary, who truly gave birth to God, the Logos, and Saint John the Forerunner, Baptist and Martyr, Saint Stephen the Archdeacon and Proto-Martyr, the Beholder of God, the Evangelist, St. Mark, the Holy Apostle, and Martyr. The Patriarch, St. Severus, our Teacher, the Escorus, St. Athanasius, the Apostolic, St. Peter, the Holy Martyr, and High Priest. St. John, Chrysostom, St. Theodosius, St. Theophilus, St. Demetrius, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, the Theologian, St. Gregory, the Wonderworker, and St. Gregory the Armenian, 
the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, and the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous Father, the great Abba Anthony, the righteous Abba Paul, the three saints, Abba Macari, and all their children, the cross bearers, our Father, Abba John, the Higgum, and our righteous Father, Abba Pishoy, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our Father, Abba Paul of Timu, and Ezekiel, his disciple, my Lords, the Roman Fathers, since Maximus and Demetrius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shehit, the strong Saint Abba Moses, John Cammy, the priest, our Father, Abba Daniel, the Higman, our Father, Abba Isidore, the priest, our Father, Abba Bachom, the Canonian, Theodore, his disciple, our Father, Abba Shinuti, the Archimandrite, and Abba Wisa, his disciple, our Father, Abba Abraham, the Bishop of Fayum, and our Father, the great Saint Pope Abba Kirillos, the sixth, and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications have mercy on us all and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Recite the names of our Holy Father, the Patriarch of Fall Asleep. O Lord, repose their souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessings be with us. Amen. Glory to you, O Lord, Lord. everyone whose names we have mentioned and those we have not mentioned, those whom each one of us has in mind and those who are not in mind, who have fallen asleep and reposed in the faith of Christ. Graciously, O Lord, repose the souls of your servants, Adli Abdul Sayyid, Nabila Kamil, Samira Doherty, Tassoni, Sophia, Albert Saman, and Ahmed Raghib, in the bosoms of our holy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sustain them in green pastures beside still waters in the paradise of joy, the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light of your sins. souls you have taken, repose them in the paradise of joy, in the region of the living forever in the heavenly Jerusalem, in that place, 
And we too who are sojourners in this place, keep us in your faith and grant us your peace unto the end. Blessed and exalted in everything, honored and blessed, with Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit, peace be with all. And with your spirit again. Let us give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place, to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mystery. Precious blood, your precious blood of his Christ, the Pantocrator, the Lord our God. Amen, amen. Let us pray. the great, the eternal, who is wondrous in glory, 
who keeps his covenant in his mercy to those who love him with all their heart, who has given to us redemption of sins through his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, the life of everyone. to him, the hope of those who cry out to him, before whom stand thousands of thousands and ten thousands times ten thousands of holy angels and archangels, the cherubim and the seraphim and all the innumerable hosts of the heavenly powers. Oh God, you have sanctified these gifts which are set forth through the coming down upon them of your Holy Spirit, you have purified them. Purify us also, our Master, from our sins, the hidden and manifest, and every thought not pleasing to your goodness, O God, the lover of mankind. May it be far from us. souls, our bodies, our spirits, our hearts, our eyes, our understanding, our thoughts, and our consciences, so that with a pure heart, an enlightened soul, an unashamed countenance, a faith unfeigned, a perfect love, and a firm hope, we may dare with boldness, without fear, to pray to you, God, the Holy Father, who is in the heavens, and say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, who lies is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, bow your heads to
I believe, O Lord, and I confess that you are truly the Christ, Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe that this is truly your own pure body, and that this is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me, and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and in ignorance, and make me worthy to partake without condemnation, immaculate mysteries, unto remission of sins, and unto life everlasting. Of your mystical supper, O Son of God, receive me today as a communicant, for I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as to Judas. But like the thief do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies, bless them. Saved and mean, and with your spirit and the fear of God, let us attend. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. The holy is for the holy. Blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Ah, ah, amen. Peace be with all. The holy body and the precious true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. Amen. The holy precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. Amen. The body the blood of Emmanuel, our God, this is true. Amen. 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 I believe, I believe, I believe, and confess to the last breath that this is the life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, took from our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotokos, Saint Mary, he made it one with his divinity, without mingling, without confusion, without alteration. He confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of his own will for us all. Truly, I believe that his divinity parted not from his humanity for a single moment, nor a twinkling of an eye, given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe. I believe that this is true. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Let us sing, Alleluia. 
pray for the worthy partaking of the immaculate and heavenly holy mysteries. Lord, have mercy. Glory to you. Well. 
from heaven has given life to the world and you Thank you. 
promising eternal life up in the paradise, up in the paradise. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. This is the food of souls, to us all, and the blood is given to help me lest I fall, to help me lest I fall. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Jesus, you are my hope. Forgive my sins, O Lord. Wash me and clean my soul, put on me a new robe, put on me a new robe. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life. Come. From heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. My heart I give to you, your will I want to do, your love to me I knew when you paid all my dues, when you paid all my dues. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Jesus, fill all my heart, the devil has no part. And through this sacrament you give me a new start, you gave me a new start. Our Master, our Savior, 
gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above. Come from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Jesus, to you I pray to lead me in your way. Bless me and help me obey all that the Bible says. All that the Bible says. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life. Coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Jesus Christ suffered for my sake, his mercy is so great. My sins, Jesus, he raised, and a new life he gave, and a new life he gave. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven. filled with joy and my spirit rejoice with God I have union when I take up union when I take up union our master our savior gave us the our God, King of the ages and maker of all things, I thank you for all the good things which you have bestowed upon me, and for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray you, who are good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection the shadow of your wings, and grant unto me with a pure conscience, even unto my last breath, to partake of your holy things, unto forgiveness of sins, unto life everlasting. If you are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things, and unto you we ascribe glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto the ages in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator, I mean. Blessed be his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, I mean. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, I mean. O angel of the sacrifice ascending to the highest with these hymns, remember us before the Lord that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Let us praise the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill toward men. 
Amen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, bless the air of heaven, bless the waters of the rivers, bless the seeds and the plants. May your mercy and your peace be a fortress to your people. Save us and have mercy on us, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me and say the blessing. <clears throat> Lady, the Theotokos, St. Mary, may their blessing, their grace, their power, their gift, their love, and their help be with us all. I mean, Christ our God. Amen, so it shall be. O King of peace, grant us your peace, establish in us your peace, and forgive us our sins. For thine is the power, the glory, the blessing, and the majesty, now and forever and unto the ages of all ages. I mean, Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us stare to Give us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for the kingdom and power and glory forever. Amen. And now the love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you. Please go ahead and rest for a few minutes. Kids, sit down and be quiet for a couple of minutes, okay? Uh, God willing. God willing, um, this Wednesday uh, is the 23rd of October. It'll be the uh, fourth uh, annual commemoration of uh, the passing of Tan Samira. And so next Sunday on, um, uh, for the adult meeting, we'll be having a talk uh, reflecting again on uh, her life and some of her virtues. So that'll be next Sunday uh, during the adult meeting. Also, uh, October 30th is the third anniversary for Abuna Andrew's ordination to the priesthood. And so uh, we'll also be celebrating that next Sunday as well. We'll have hopefully a cake for him. Uh, and maybe if he's lucky, we'll have ice cream for him. I don't know. Uh, after the liturgy. And uh, so next Sunday, again, we'll be celebrating uh, Tansimira's uh, fourth uh, annual uh, commemoration with a talk. And after the liturgy, we'll be having cake for Father Andrew's third anniversary to the priesthood. Okay, so we hope to see you all next Sunday for both of those events. Thank you. The deacons are smart. They turned it off before they gave it to me. Okay, so um, announcements up there. As usual, our Wednesday and Friday morning liturgies. The times are up there. Please come to those. They're amazing. Uh, women's meeting, Monday evening, 7 p.m. continues. Even if you haven't come before, we'd love to have you join us. If you are a woman, come join us, please. It's wonderful. We're uh, reading the book, Putting Joy into Practice, written by a Coptic Orthodox um, woman in, on the East Coast. 
I can out-talk these kids, no, no problem. Today, we have our bowling day for Sunday school, um, ages 